numbers are not rural. Nationwide, we're adding an average of more than 49,000 new cases a day, up 41% from just last month. We're predicting a pretty uh, worrisome uh, fall and winter. New cases are surging in 31 states, more than a dozen posting their highest weekly averages for new daily cases. Seven states reporting their highest daily new case counts since the pandemic began. These are extremely alarming trends, and there should be warning bells going off around the country. Hospitals, especially in rural areas, brace it. We have the beds, we have the people, but as we get more of these exposures, what's going to happen to our availability? North Dakota, which leads the nation in cases per capita, has fewer than 20 ICU beds available. People are continuing to operate kind of as they had before COVID um, even um, was here. And that's leading to a lot of our numbers increasing. Anytime we ignore, minimize, or underestimate this virus, we do so at our peril. New research in the Journal of the American Medical Association finds a 20% increase in U.S. deaths from March to August, adding to the evidence that our current COVID death toll is likely an undercount. If you died from COVID and you also had diabetes, you died from COVID. As an influential model, now projects nearly 400,000 COVID-related deaths by February 1st. But if more Americans wore masks, that could change dramatically. If 95% of Americans wear masks, we will prevent roughly 80,000 deaths over the next few months. I mean, it's a remarkable statistic. Those are people. I mean, if you saw those people, you would you would try and do something to prevent their deaths. But somehow we just, just ignore it all. The human toll is growing, both in lives lost and in lives forever changed. People are going through different stages of grief. So some feel victimized, some are angry, some are hostile, some are resentful, some are helpless. Researchers at NYU warning of a second wave of devastation. This one tied to mental health and substance abuse. The magnitude, they write, is likely to overwhelm the already frayed mental health system. Of particular concern, essential workers, including those front lines. Beginning reporting. Um, what date was this? October 12th. That would have been Monday. by Christine Maxuria and Holly Yan Maxuris and Holly Yan quote hunker down the fall COVID-19 surge is here as predicted the U.S. is now Grappling with a COVID-19 surge, one that could overwhelm hospitals, kill thousands of Americans a day by January, and leave even young survivors with long-term complications. Quote, we went down to the lowest point lately in early September around 30,000 
to 35,000 new cases a day. Now we're back up to about 50,000 new cases a day. And it's going to continue to rise. Close quote, Dr. Peter Hotez, Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at Baylor College of Medicine, said Tuesday. Quote, this is the fall winter surge that everyone was worried about and now it's happening and it's happening especially in the northern Midwest and the northern states are getting hit very hard. Wisconsin, Montana, the Dakotas, but it's going to be nationally soon enough. End quote. Across the country, more than 30 states have reported more COVID-19 cases this past week than they reported the previous week, according to data from Johns Hopkins University. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, sounded an alarm about certain states' test positivity rates, saying they may be a good indicator that steeper climbs in case rates are ahead. For the whole country, test positivity averaged 5.1% over the past week as of Tuesday. But in at least 13 states, the figure was above 10%. In Alabama, Florida, Iowa, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, South Dakota, Utah, Wisconsin, and Wyoming, according to the COVID Tracking Project. Quote, you'd like to see the rates less than 3%, optimally 1% or less. Close quote, Fauci, Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases said at an event hosted by the College of American Pathologists, quote, we're starting to see a number of states well above that, which is often, in fact, invariably highly predictive of a resurgence of cases, which historically we know leads to an increase in hospitalizations, and then ultimately an increase in deaths, close quote, he said.
ending the recent case counts are as, quote, high right now as they were at the height of the pandemic back in May, close quote, Mayor Michael Hancock said Monday. He said hospitalizations have also soared and residents could face tighter COVID-19 restrictions if the numbers keep going up. Kansas has broken its record for the highest average number of daily cases with more than 700 cases per day this past week, Governor Laura Kelly said. More than 1,000 new cases were reported Tuesday in Colorado. Quote, it's very worrisome. It's very alarming. This is our highest single-day caseload since March. End quote. Governor Jarrett Polis said, In Wisconsin, a field hospital is opening this week to handle a rapid rise in coronavirus patients. The state recently reported record high numbers of COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and daily deaths. If Americans don't turn the tide, the U.S. could be in for a devastating winter. The University of Washington's Institute for Health Met Metrics and Evaluation Projects and Health Metrics and Evaluation projects more than 135,000 people in the U.S. could die within the next three months. Quote, this winter, this November, December, January, February, could be the worst time in our epidemic. Get ready to hunker down, Dr. Hotez said. How overwhelmed hospitals can affect all patients. As we've seen throughout this pandemic, surges in new COVID-19 cases may lead to increased hospitalizations and deaths in the following weeks at record correction at least Ten states have reported record high COVID-19 hospitalizations since Friday, according to data from the COVID tracking project. Five of them, Arkansas, Montana, 
North Dakota, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin reported records on Monday. Quote, hospitals could again become overwhelmed. Close quote. Emergency medicine physician Dr. Liana Wynn said, quote, and then we're not just talking about patients with coronavirus who might be in trouble. It's also about other patients who might be coming in for heart attacks and strokes and car accidents who may find a situation that's really untenable. Close quote. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir expressed concern about a rising number of hospitalizations. The Commonwealth reported 741 Kentuckians are currently hospitalized for coronavirus with 170 in the intensive care unit and 90 on a ventilator, he said. Utah Governor Gary Herbert said the state has seen infectious rates and case counts skyrocket over the past month to the highest they've been with new cases hovering around 1,000 per day since October 4th. Quote, we are utilizing 15.8% of our ICU beds to treat COVID-19 patients more than double what we were before and our total ICU utilization is at 69.6%. Herbert tweeted, this leaves our hospitals precariously close to being unable to treat COVID and non-COVID patients in need of critical care. Some health care workers in the U.S. still don't have adequate personal protective equipment and testing supplies, emergency medicine physician Dr. Megan Ramey said, quote, we're, qu we're quite fearful for what we are heading into, close quote, she said. Nationwide hospitalizations have been ticking up. 35,000 and 72 were reported Monday, and the daily count has climbed relatively steadily since a recent 
low of about 28,006 on September 20th. 13% increase in child COVID-19 cases in two weeks. More children are also being diagnosed with COVID-19, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Children's Hospital Association. Their latest report found a 13% increase in child cases reported from September 24th to October 8th, with more than 77,000 new reported infections. The report looked at data from health departments in 49 states, New York City, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and Guam. Children represented about 10.7% of COVID-19 cases in the states that reported cases by age. The report said the news comes as many schools have returned to in-person instruction and are navigating challenges that come with new infections. There's no, quote, one-size-fits-all, end quote, strategy to safely returning to classrooms, Fauci said. The decision should be based on how widespread infections are in the community and how much surveillance is required, Fauci said. Quote, when schools are prepared, when they have a plan, when everyone is universally wearing masks, when they're testing people in a surveillance way to get people who are infected out of the system and they know what to do when they're confronted with a person, a child, or older student who gets infected, it can work, in quote, he said. A vaccine trial is paused, but that's completely expected. As Americans wait for a safe and an effective vaccine, As Americans wait for a safe and effective vaccine, Johnson & Johnson has paused the advanced clinical trial 
of its experimental vaccine because of an unexplained illness in one of the volunteers, the company announced. The drug maker said Tuesday that it didn't know immediately whether the ill volunteer had received the vaccine candidate or a placebo and that it had little information about the illness itself. Johnson & Johnson said that it learned of the illness Sunday and immediately informed the study's independent data safety monitoring board, DSMB, which is reviewing the illness. Quote, it's not at all unusual for unexpected illnesses to occur in large studies over their duration, and sometimes they have nothing to do with the drug candidate. Masai Mamen, global head of research at Johnson & Johnson Pharmaceutical Division, Janssen, said Tuesday in the company's third quarter earnings call, As of Tuesday morning, the study was still blinded, meaning neither those directly administering the drugs or placebos, nor the volunteers know which volunteers are receiving which elements of the study, Mamen said. The DSMB can quote, unblind, end quote, the study to investigate the illness if necessary, he said. This kind of pause isn't immediately concerning, said Dr. Ashish Jiha, dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Quote, this is completely expected and it's just a reminder how ridiculous it is to try and meet a political timeline of having a vaccine before November 3rd, end quote. Jaha said, referring to Trump's wishes to have a vaccine ready for the public by election day. Quote, the Johnson & Johnson trial is the biggest trial of the vaccine that I know of, 60,000 people. Within that trial, you'd expect a few pauses, Jaha said. This is the second phase three COVID-19 vaccine trial to hit the pause button in the U.S. AstraZeneca's vaccine trial was paused 
last month because of a neurological complication in a volunteer while that trial has resumed in other parts of the world it remains paused in the u.s while health officials investigate Ah, Fauci said Tuesday that current efforts toward vaccine development are, quote, on a really good track. Despite the Johnson & Johnson news, quote, a couple of the vaccines are very close to getting some sort of information Fauci said during a call with the nation's governors according to audio of the call obtained by CNN Fauci mentioned vaccines being tested by Moderna and Pfizer quote we're getting to the point where we're almost being able to look at the first look at the data, which is a predetermined thing done by the Data and Safety Monitoring Board. He said the vaccine effort more broadly, quote, is on a really good track. We should know by November or December whether or not we have a safe and effective vaccine. It is conceivable that we might even know before then, he said. When a vaccine does become available, health experts have said it's crucial that enough people become immunized for the preventive to be effective, and many are worried that won't be the case. Quote, I'm extremely worried about how politicized this situation is around the vaccine and how people are reacting to it. Monsef Slawi, the scientific head of the U.S. government's initiative to develop a vaccine as soon as possible, said Tuesday. Quote, we will be fully transparent. People will understand exactly the performance of the vaccines, their safety and their benefit. Slawi said in an interview on Fox News, quote, and I hope people will realize that the only way really to allow us to move ahead and control this pandemic will be through mass vaccination, close quote, he said. CNN's Amanda Watts, Wes Brewer, Jen Christensen, Maggie Fox, Jen Selva, Andrea Kane, Jason Hanna, and Lauren 
Mess Garen Haas contributed to this report. Thank you for listening.